Hello Australia for Christ Church. Welcome on our deeper weekend online. I'm so glad to be with you straight from Poland. Jacob Kaminski is speaking. Uh, we are very happy to be with you and today I promise you to give you a message straight from my heart and this is what I believe Holy Spirit spoke to me to share with you this time and even if I am here now in Poland it's not any problem to share with you a message straight to Australia because we believe that in spirit no limitations in spirit no problem with distance in spirit we can be together united for his glory so what is really moving my heart in last days weeks and months is about the levels of relationship with God. This is topic which is really moving my spirit and this is something what is really pushing me further, you know? Exist, this is very important to understand the fact that exists a levels of relationship with Lord. How we can know it? I would like to ask you if you can check it in John chapter 15, verse 15, there Jesus spoke that you are not longer my servants, now you are my friends, because I have revealed for you everything what Father in heaven spoke to me. So you see our difference in relationship with God. Question is today for you. Who are you? Are you a servant of God? Are you a child of God? Or maybe today I will surprise you with a question. Are you a friend of God? Because you see, many people believe that God exists, but it's not enough. The goal for you and me is to become a child of God by precious blood of Jesus Christ. But when we see a church, let's focus on church. When we see people in church, you can see people with different understanding of levels of relation with God. And what I'm trying to say today, I'm trying to push you farther and to encourage you to go deeper in what? In, mean, in knowing him. Because you see, is the difference between servant of God and is the difference to be a friend of God. And when I'm thinking about being friend of God, I feel like Holy Spirit is moving us to Old Testament and I believe that we should, we have to focus on David. You know, David is very specific person. Why? Because only David was called by God, man according to my own heart. This is very special title which man, which human received from Lord. David was a man according to God's heart. What a privilege and what a title. He was not just a shepherd, he was not just a king, but David was a man according to God's heart. This is something special because even before or even later after David, 
No one was called man according to God's heart. This is big privilege. And when I'm thinking about David, one question is coming to me. What this man, what this young man did to receive such a great privilege to be called man according to God's heart? And when I'm thinking about the answer for that question, I feel like you and me, we should go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve for Saul when I have rejected him as a king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have chosen a king for myself among his sons. This is very special that we can see a very important word in this verse. A word I have chosen. God chose him. My question is this. What was the reason that God rejects Saul, and what was the reason that God chose him, this young boy, David? Because it's very important to understand that that time when Samuel received this word from Lord, David was very young boy. He was young boy. He was between 12 17 years old. Let's guess he was 15 years old. So let's think together, what do you have to do as a 15 years old boy to make eyes of God focus on you? What do you have to do as a young boy that in the heart of God will burn a decision, this man will be a king for Israel. When I focus on David in that time, and I'm thinking what he have done that Jesus, that God, God in heaven, decide to chose him. My answer is very easy. He enjoy the presence of God. The main point which decide about decision of God, that God is choosing David as a king of Israel, was his heart. How we know it? Because in next verses we read, when Samuel entered to the house of Jesse, father of David, and when the sons of Jesse entered before Samuel, God spoke to true mounts of Samuel. Know this one. Know this one, know this one. And all sons of Jesse cross next to Samuel. Can you imagine? Kind of election. First, Eliab, the oldest son. He came before the presence of Samuel. And Samuel, no, no, this one. Show me next, show me next, show me next. And when everyone cross before the eyes of Samuel. Samuel said, no, 
this one, no, any of them. Do you have someone else? And Jesse spoke, yes. I can imagine how he, how he spoke this. Mm, I have one more, you know, but he's too young and he don't have too much talents. He just take care for sheep, you know. And Samuel spoke, bring him. We will not start celebration. We will not start a dinner until David will not come here. When David came back from, from, from his job, when David, David was take caring for sheep. He was not thinking about being king. He don't dream. I'm sure he doesn't dream to be a king over Israel. I'm sure this was too much for him. His main dream, this is the question, what was his main dream? Because he, he had the dreams. And I can find his dream number one. His dream number one, we can read in Psalms 27, verse 4, when David spoke, one thing I have asked of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in his presence, all the days of my life, to gaze up and the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. This is crazy. He was a man of one dream. That dream was being and enjoy presence of the Lord. And that dream was already in his heart when David was takering for the ships. And because that dream, God spoke to Samuel, I have chosen a new king over Israel. David will be a next king for my nation. And this is very, very important to focus here for one moment. Because you see, many people today run for position. Many people run for success. Many people run to have ministry. Many people run to be a worship leader. Everybody one has position in church. Everyone one get a microphone and preach and share testimony. They want be before camera. They want be on lights on the platform. There, everybody want fame. But David wanted something totally different. David don't care for fame. David don't care for platform. David don't care for microphone. David had one dream. He wanted to be in the presence of the Lord. And for all his life, his dream was enjoy and meditate in the presence of the Lord. And that dream brought him to the throne. That dream brought him to the place of influence. That, that dream brought him to the place of authority. He was very simple man. 
He was a man of one dream. Just be in the presence of the Lord. And because that dream, God spoke him, this man is the man according to my own heart. This is showing me a secret. God is looking for a people who is a, with one, only one desire in heart. His presence. And when I speak this message for you now, when I'm speaking you this message, I feel like in my heart is rising a voice, shouting of Holy Spirit. This is what we need return in the church. This is what we have to rise again in church. We have to come back to fundaments. We have to come back to the beginning. We have to come back to priorities, which are really priorities according to Bible. When we read the book of Acts, when we read second chapter, we're excited about the last verse. About 3,000 people came to the Lord. But nobody enjoyed verse 42, 43, when Bible speak to us, they were together all the time. They prayed together all the time. They sold everything and everything was together for them. And they shared the bread and the wine. And together they go to the temple. This verse today around the world is not too much important. We just look for the effects which are written three thousands came to the Lord. Wow, what an amazing situation. Three thousands came to the Lord. And what church is doing today around the world? Let's rise new activities. Let's rise new attractions in church. We need bring people to church. Yes, I agree. We need activities. We need attraction because God is very attractive. God is very attractive. But this cannot be our priority. Our priority should be bring people to God. Bring people to the place of repentance. Of course, Holy Spirit will convince. Of course, Holy Spirit will change them. But our main goal should be to bring people before the presence of the Lord. And this should be your and my main dream. Presence of the Lord. To have pure heart and examine our hearts before God. Say, like David, God, check my heart if I am not walking on wrong way. Because it's very, very possible <laughs> that you and me, we can attend to church by walk over not good road, not good way. Why? The most important is your heart. Bible spoke to us, where is your treasure? There is your heart. So my question today is this. What is your treasure? I would like to a little bit change this question and ask that. Who is your treasure? Your wife? Your husband? Your child? Your work? your friends, your ministry. What is your treasure? 
If you want to hear from me today real gospel, which, with what I believe I'm telling to you today, real gospel is that. You have to have number one dream in your life. God is your goal. God is your priority. God is your dream. His presence is your promised land. His presence is your dream. His presence is your joy. His presence is your freedom. That is a real dream and real priorities in Bible. And if you will walk according to that rules, if you will walk according to that, uh, that Bible instructions, I believe, then you will get a real results and fruit which you read in Bible. Because you see, every promise in the Bible, every precious promise for your life, now I will shock you, have condition. Every promise for you in the Bible have a, prom have a condition. We have to understand this. Salvation is for free. But even salvation have a condition. You have to re repent and receive the gift of heaven which happened on the cross. You see, even if Jesus sacrificed himself, even if Jesus sacrificed himself, he poured out his blood. His body was broken. Even if he did this for free, you have it for free. But you have conditions. You have to repent. You have to confess it. You have to receive it. So every different promise in the Bible have a condition. The condition, main condition, I believe, is to sacrifice your life. You see, everyone has a promises. Everyone have a uh, hear the prophecy. Everyone wants hear nice word, a promises of the Lord for your life. It's good. It's good desire. I believe this is God's God's desire for you. But my question is this: What you will do with that word for your life? What are you gonna do with God's plans for your life? What are you gonna do with the prophecy which you received 17 years ago? Are you waiting? I don't think so that this is a good idea. I think you have to work according to that word. I think you have to act according to that word. You see, God called me to preach around the world. I one day when I understood God's calling, I understood I have to prepare. I have to prepare for that. I have to work to be ready. I have to know how to travel. I have to know how to, how to survive in different countries. I need to prepare myself. When I'm going to Australia from Poland, I need to prepare my luggage. I need to do a reservation in my calendar. That seven days, I disappear. I'm gonna go to Australia. I will spend time in Melbourne, in Christ, Australia for Christ Church with precious people, amazing, but it means I pay the price. I leave Poland, I leave my family, I leave my country because I'm gonna spend time with you guys. So when you want to spend time with God, you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. I will pay the price. I will pay the price and I will sacrifice my life for God. I will sacrifice my time for God. I will sacrifice my dreams for God. I will sacrifice my plan for God. 
Because you see, many people try to have their own plans, dreams, and desires and say, Lord, bless my plans. I don't know if this is a good idea. I think real message from the Bible means this. Reject everything and follow me. Turn around from everything. Sacrifice everything and follow me. This is real gospel. And that, that message and that radical gospel in the Bible bring us to the point when today God has many kids around the world, but not too much friends. Many servants, but not too much friends. Many workers for his kingdom, but not too much friends. And I believe that what is in the heart of the Lord, it's that you can be his friend. And the last word which I will share now with you is that many of us shout, I want God's fire. I want God's fire for my life. Oh my goodness, how I want his fire for me. My answer is very easy. When I read Old Testament, I see always the same. And I note it and I want to read for you. Fire always came to the altar when there was a sacrifice on the altar. Do you want fire? My question is, where is sacrifice? You want fire? You want God's fire? You know, Old Testament, that when priests gave a sacrifice on the altar, then God sent the fire. And that fire burned all sacrifice. Do you want fire? We need sacrifice. What kind of sacrifice? No more from animals. Your life. If you want fire, you have to give on the altar your life, your dreams, your desires, your plans, and everything surrender to him. So I want to just encourage you now. If you can close your eyes now and just pray with me. I really believe that now Holy Spirit is touching your heart so strong and that that message is straight from the heart of the Lord. And I pray now in the name of Jesus that Holy Spirit, you will touch now every person. Every person now will be transformed by your presence, will be transformed by that message because you are pursuer. You are pursuer. You are looking for us. You are seeking us. You want us, Lord. And I pray that that desire will be reviewed for everyone who is listening now this message and that we're going to reply for your desire. We're going to answer with acts, not just with words, but with acts, with our next decisions, that our priority is not long, no more our own plans, but your plans, Holy Ghost. So we pray, Holy Spirit, all the precious people in Australia for Christ Church. Touch them with your power. Touch them with your presence. And we believe that is more. We know that they cross a long way, long journey with you. And we know that you brought many victories by their life for many different people. But we pray, Lord, that they will not stop. 
They will run farther. They will go deeper. They will go higher for your presence and for your glory. And that the kingdom of God can grow. That church can multiply. That the numbers of saved people in Melbourne can be multiplied. Lord, we pray now for all Melbourne and all Australia. We bless this nation. We bless this city. And we declare peace. Peace in every chaos situation. Peace upon every distraction. Peace upon every act of devil. We declare peace now upon every your child. Lord, we pray that the dreams and that prophecy word which you gave for every single person will rise again in their hearts. Will rise again. And I feel like Holy Spirit is saying, start the dream again. Start the dream again. Don't allow that my plans and my dreams for you, you will, you will lose it. Don't allow it. Devil try to stall you. But you can't allow it. You have to say, I'm coming. I'm coming in the power of God. I'm coming in the name of Jesus. And by your power, Holy Spirit, I will arise and I will bring victory for my church, for my city, for my country, for, and for every different nation around the world. And I just want to encourage you. If you feel that you have to come back again to the Lord. If you feel that you have to come back to the Lord again. I pray now with you. Please repeat this short prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I'm coming back to you now. Say, Jesus, I repent. I repent from my sin. I repent and I will not live anymore in darkness. I'm coming back to you. And I am giving you my life again. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We are so glad to be with you. And my the biggest dream is, you don't have to remember me. You don't have to remember Jacob Kaminski from Poland. My dream is remember that message and remember that Jesus is looking for you and he won't be your friend. God bless you and see you in future. God bless you. Bye-bye.